The reading today is taken from Matthew 4, verses 1 to 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. So now we're going to have our sermon from Luke and Mars, but before they give it, I'm just going to pray for them. Dear God, we pray for Luke and Mars now as they come to give us our sermon. We pray, Lord, that you'll give them peace of mind and that you'll encourage them as they give, them, give the congregation the word that you've given them to talk. And we just pray that your word will shed light into all of our lives and there'll be something we can take away from what they're sharing with us. Amen. Thank you. As I am sure you are aware, on Wednesday, we moved into the period of Lent. Although not directly mentioned in the Bible, as Lent was created to give us a time of preparation for Easter, Lent takes its length from different areas in the Bible. The 40-day period gets its length from the number of days the rains fell in the flood, the number of years spent wandering in the desert, and the 40 days during which Jesus fasted and was tempted. We have therefore spent today looking at the idea of temptation. And during this talk, we are going to look at how the temptation of Jesus can link into our own lives. To us, temptation can seem to be something that is sinful. Maybe if we were better people, or we read the Bible more, or went to church more, or spent more time prayer each day, we won't get tempted as much. However, this is not the case. It is complete rubbish. We all get tempted throughout our lives, and Jesus was not an exemption to this rule. Jesus was tempted just like the rest of us, and he was perfect. For this reason, we should not beat ourselves up if we get tempted. We cannot do anything about it. In fact, it is possible that you could be tempted more if you grow closer to God, as the devil wants to break the relationship between you and God even more. By, talking our by taking our focus away from God, this does not mean, however, that you should stop reading the Bible, stop praying, or stop going to church. As the firmer our relationship with God is, the more likely we are to be able to resist the temptation that comes our way. Temptation, therefore, is something that is completely natural and not something that is a sin. However, temptation can take many different forms. In this passage, we can see four distinctly different ways that the devil can tempt us. This, however, does not include temptation that comes our way all the time. 
which we are led into by our human nature and by our friends, such as the temptation to have another cake at a party, or to lick the, or as shown by the game earlier, the temptation to lick your lips while eating a sugary donut, but instead the temptation that comes away directly from the devil. Firstly, he can ask us to prove him ourselves. For Jesus, this was testing his credentials, as the devil would know about him being the Son of God. Therefore, the statement, if you are the Son of God, asked Jesus to prove what he was. Clearly, the devil knew exactly who Jesus was. He wasn't asking for this purpose. In our, in our own lives, this can translate to, if you really care about this, or if you really want this, such as, if you really want this new job. The use of the word if adds a conditional meaning to the statement, which means that one leads to the other, and so giving up can mean that we lose something we care for. Adding this to a statement that is sinful can produce an impossible situation in which we want to be good, but also retain what we like. And this was the case with Jesus. And because we do not have the same strength that Jesus does, we often fall into this trap, meaning that we give in to temptation, sinning despite our best intentions. Secondly, the devil can tempt us by targeting a specific need or want of ours. For Jesus, this was targeting his hunger, as after a fast of over 40 days, he would have been very hungry like anyone else would. Therefore, the statement, tell these stones to become bread, focuses in on his human need for food, which would obviously end his hunger. This creates another impossible situation. Jesus did not want to give in to temptation, as he could not because he was perfect, but at the same time, he would also feel that he needed the food that was offered. In our own lives, the devil can target a specific need of ours, although we will rarely be as hungry as Jesus was. We still have our weaknesses, and these may be our need to fit into a group, or our need to be part of a conversation. We may be tempted, if we feel alone, for example, to do whatever it takes to fit into a group, however extensive the requirements. Thirdly, the devil can tempt us by testing our spirituality as he wants to take us away from God. In Jesus' case, the devil tried to break his relationship by quoting scripture from, from the Psalms. The rest of the Psalm, which is Psalm 91, also talks about the salvation God brings to those who call on him, and how God will prevent any harm that may happen to us. The idea, therefore, seems well-founded. God would project Jesus from what would have happened. And Jesus would have known this, However, Jesus could not give in to this, as he was perfect, and therefore could never give in to temptation. For us, we can also be tested in this way, as the devil can test our spirituality to draw us away from God. The devil wants to break our relationship with God. So to destroy this relationship, the devil can do one of two things. Either he can make a well-reasoned argument, such as the one given to Jesus, or he can, like the first example that was given, ask us to prove our love for God, for example, if you really love God. This is another impossible situation that we are placed in. We will struggle to get out of that temptation. Finally, the devil can tempt us by offering something that some seems to be good to, too good to refuse. For Jesus, the devil does this by offering for all by offering for all the kingdoms of the world. If you will bow down to me, bow down and worship me. This seems like something that no one could ever refuse. 
But but if Jesus did give in, he would have worship the devil, making him imperfect. This would mean that Jesus would turn away from God, ending his mission on earth. But to his human side, the offer would seem something that is too much to refuse. And therefore, another impossible situation is reached. In our lives, the devil can also tempt us in this way, although not to the same extent as we are not as strong as Jesus was. The devil would never offer what he offered to Jesus. We would never be able to say no to the incredible proposal that we are offered. We therefore get smaller offers, such as a new computer, a new car, or maybe a higher wage, but at the same cost. It is, therefore, a situation that seems to have no options, as we would want whatever is being offered, but don't give to, but don't, but don't want to give in to what the temptation, the temptation from the devil, which would tear us away from God. Despite all these different forms of temptation that can happen during our lives, we should never give in to the devil, however big or small. Giving in to temptation can have drastic consequences, as shown by the drama that we saw this morning. As a perfect human, Jesus never gave in to temptation, but this does not mean that we should just ignore it. If Jesus had ignored all the devil's temptations, he would have, in the devil's eyes, been disapproved as the Son of God. If you are the Son of God, this meant that Jesus had to actively respond to his temptation, and he did, did this in the best possible way for him, by quoting passages from the Old Testament. All of Jesus' responses had a direct link to the specific test from the devil, and therefore ended the temptation. Unfortunately, we will never be able to learn the entire Bible so that we can respond to temptation. We have too much to remember, and trying to remember the entire Bible would make us not be able to, I don't know, use your phone, or your computer, or your car. I'm struggling to learn 15,000 words for my GCSEs in French and German, and there are 800,000 words in the Bible. We must, therefore, find another way to be strong in the face of temptation, and we can do this by growing closer to Jesus. What was said at the start about how we might think that reading the Bible more or going to church more will stop temptation is complete nonsense. But doing it does mean that we are stronger in the face of temptation. Doing this will help us grow closer to Jesus. And with Jesus on our side, we can never give in to fall down when we are tempted. We should make God our foundation in our battle against temptation to keep us strong when the devil tempts us. God is the perfect base for our resistance. We shall build our lives up on this foundation to remain strong against temptation. Temptation is something that we should never give in to, however hard it is to say no to it. Over this Lent period, we could grow closer to Jesus and therefore not give in to temptation more by giving up what displeases God and starting something that pleases him instead. May we start going to a regular home group or we could do some charity work. However big or small it is, it will all help in our battle against temptation. Another way we could grow close to God during Lent is to do the 40 Acts Generosity Challenge. This happens throughout the period of Lent and asks its participants to complete small acts of kindness every day. Each day there are three levels of difficulty, red, amber and green, with red being the hardest and the green easiest to do. 
Doing this would improve the strength of our individual relationship with God and make us much less likely to give in to temptation while also being, help out, also being able to help out those around us. The challenge can be found at 40acts.org.uk or you can search for it on Google where you can sign up as a person or as a family or another group and the challenges arrive every day at 6am. During the talk, we have focused on three separate aspects of temptation that it can happen to anyone, and therefore is not a sin. And it can take many different forms in how we should change our lives to stay strong against temptation. By letting God be our foundation, we are now going to move into a time of reflective worship, during which we would invite you to think back on today's service and think what you could do during Lent to help you in the face of temptation. <laughs> 